my daughter, she liked this one rapper, and and um, he's an up and coming, I guess, rapper, but he's controversial. But he's not a mumble rapper, is he? No, definitely not a mumble rapper. <laughs> but he's kind of political and stuff, and mm-hmm. and he's kind of a leans my direction on ideas. Mm-hmm. And but I, even though he leaned my direction, I had to have a talk with her about listen. Just because he says it and we agree with, like, it looks like 98%, he might say something else that we don't agree with, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you agree with it. Yeah. It, you got to be okay with liking somebody and not having to agree. Mm-hmm. I know it's an old concept, but you like them regardless or don't, you know, but mm-hmm. you don't have to follow what you're fa- Just because you're a fan doesn't mean you have to believe in what they believe in. And so mm-hmm. many people are impressionable mm-hmm. and, and they will just follow what they say. Ethan, can you look up on Twitter? I want to see how many followers uh, Alyssa Milano has, because I think that's her primary platform, right? Is Twitter sends out? I think so. Stuff out of there. Um, just don't subscribe from our. Oh yeah, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we're at the NTS Podcast. I think uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, at the NTS Podcast. That's us. Yeah, so you guys can find us on there. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, but I don't want you to subscribe <laughs> from our account. Thanks, Ethan. Um, but the so I guess my point here is all these people who are following these people, there's potentially millions of people who will follow someone like this and respond in kind. And of course, there are some of us who will follow other people that we disagree and don't you know, retweet their craziness right but right. i don't know about this this rapper but you know there are a lot of folks that just sort of i almost look at like it's a cult you know where they have this following of people and it doesn't matter what they say or do their followers are going to um you know parrot what what they say right you know it's kind of funny because years and years ago i had listened it was i think it was craig the dog face boy on one of our rock and roll channels and oh and, yeah and I think it was Metallica came out with their newer sound. Mm-hmm. And I think it's after they cut their hair or something. Or, mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate it. And then and he was like, no, you, well, you can't call yourself a fan. And I didn't understand his argument. I mean, I understood where he was coming from. The guy's like, what do you mean? Like, and I agree with everybody else other than Craig the Dogface Boy. He goes, if you're a fan, you like him no matter what. You just mm-hmm. like him no matter what. And I'm like... Man, when I buy a CD or a tape at that time, <laughs> you know, I would buy it for maybe one or two songs, and then I might grow to like half or most of them, mm-hmm. but I never was guaranteed that I liked all the songs, nor did I ever feel pressure just because I'm a fan of theirs. I love Journey. That's how old I am. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean I like all of their songs, you know, but mm-hmm. but that's the whole kind of concept of all those people kind of feel like that they got to... That's how impressionable they really are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and another big one was, and I wish people could remember, but I'm not trying to get into the controversial part of it, but Colin, I'm going to mess up Kaepernick. his last name, Kaepernick. Yeah. You know, he said he was felt oppressed in the very beginning and stuff. And then his other, his changing for, you know, uh, police brutality. And it, it, he ended up standing up for whole, all kinds of different things uh, all said and done. Mm-hmm. But the big deal, or at least one of the main deals when he first did it was because of oppression. I thought that was really, you know, um, kind of hilarious, actually, for me, uh, coming from a guy that makes millions of dollars a year, 
you know, and for him to have an avenue to become that, you know, Mm -hmm. and to then some one person like that helped create a movement of of people questioning the white people, Mm -hmm. regular white people that love everybody. And now Mm -hmm. that they have to answer, not, not like, like you can't just assume that you're yeah. Not racist. You actually have to let people know. That yeah, there's a racist. whole population of, of people now that are deemed as racist, even though it would be really hard to pin any any racial behavior right. on anyone. Well, with Colin Kaepernick, I mean, I think he's a decent athlete. I, I don't know uh, if he's really had much work since when he was, what was it, San Francisco 49ers? Right. QB for. But uh, and then again, I haven't been watching a whole lot of sports, but but I think that, you know, being in a position of popularity, you know, like the Alyssa Milano's of the world, which three point seven million followers, there's Colin Kaepernick at two point four million followers. I I understand that when you get elevated to a position where you're considered, you know, what they call an influencer, then your opinion matters to a lot of different people. Right. I get that. And I as as a human, I can understand utilizing that to to pursue whatever ideology that you want uh or message or whatever but uh unfortunately the, when they have that many followers those followers don't necessarily look at that person as are, you know are they qualified to make these statements are they qualified to um establish this movement you know when they are like one of those elites out there who's totally disconnected from the everyday person. Right. And they're going to go out there and preach this message that I think can be very damaging right. to the majority a, of the it's population. It's a sense of privilege that they get to adjust culture, mm-hmm. you know, because of their, their and, and, I, and I think it's completely fair to be able to have that relationship with people. It's just, um, you know, when you're angry, you could anger a lot of other people. When you're sad, you can make all the other people sad. You mm-hmm. know, they, they'll feel you and go with you. On, and I think that there's a uh, be held responsible for, to a point of. I, mean, I know there are some mm-hmm. laws. You know, if you if if he created violence, said you guys go down there and start that on fire, blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. You, you could get held accountable for who, that. Who but, said that? Was that was, was that Sheila Jackson Lee? There was somebody that I can't remember who said burn relatively recently, mm-hmm. right? In the last few years, that did that, mm-hmm. and they it was somebody that no, hands think, up, don't shoot people, yeah, and, and like the else. dad said, you go down there and mm-hmm. tear it all to hell. And I think he got in trouble because he he was actually in, inciting inciting mm-hmm. the group. Yeah, there's a, a certain limitation on free speech when you start actually inciting. That's I was uh, gonna point that out, that, yeah. like like. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like you can't yell fire in a in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what some of this could potentially be, especially because well, there's I mean? so much sensitivity right now. Right, and and that's, it, I mean, in, almost in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. You know, this is bigger than that, but it, it's not. It doesn't. When you talk about it, it isn't perceived as yelling fire in a movie mm-hmm. theater. You know, there's another gal. You should look up this one. I want to. It was Cardi B. I've heard of Cardi B. Why is that? Skirt. I don't know. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna reference stuff that I don't know. Oh, you haven't heard Cardi B then. <laughs> I, I could get I get her sometimes messed up with 
18 million followers. There you go. Oh, my gosh. So, Cardi B is privileged enough. She's the WAP girl. Hmm. Remember the WAP? Are you not in with WAP? No. Oh, Scott. Is this like mumble rap? No. <laughs> they danced the WAP. Uh, Ethan, mm. producer E, do you remember it was like the Golden Globe or the Oscars that they produced and they did the WAP? Hmm. And this is what a family show and WAP, it, you know what it stands for? You have to educate me here, Dave. It's a wet ass kitty cat. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah. Oh. And and it, it it's been, actually has been quite a big deal. Uh, it's it's a hmm. it's settled for quite a while. But this is is what our kids are following. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to point out how many followers she has because it's a few. And she started becoming political and saying stuff, which all of her. <laughs> A lot of her idiot followers. I'm not going to say they all are. Mm-hmm. I could, I could probably get close, but, um, you know, they all are, well, following her. Mm-hmm. And mind you, and she's privileged enough to where, um, brag about her upbringing. She used to be a stripper, and then she used to pretend that she was a hooker mm-hmm. and take men back to the, you know, um, the hotel or a place and drug them. Mm. And steal from him. Oh. But she would act. Mind you, that's a story she told. And oh. you could look it up and listen to it. And she doesn't get a due time. You know, Bill Cosby, he's doing time. Oh, sure he is. Yeah. He didn't have as many followers, you know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I wonder how. Uh, is he on Twitter? Uh, what's. <laughs> uh, did Cardi B. Was it 18 million followers? I thought that I saw it a little bit earlier when you were yeah, I think flashing that's what through you, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, eighteen point two million followers. Uh, so so she admits to drugging dudes and robbing them, right? But but mind hmm. you, she wasn't a hooker. She was just pretending to be a hooker. She was a stripper at the time. Yeah, so she but could pretending, steal. yeah, mm-hmm. and that's drugging and robbing them. I mean, there's sure, some, that's and, illegal behavior, and and that's a sense of uh, privilege that to be able to be in a position to sit there and brag. But she had to do what mm-hmm. she had to do. That's just how it had to be. Mm. So wow. does that mean that I could go do that just to get a little ahead? Yeah. To get a little ahead. Ahead? Um, mm-hmm. To, um... Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so funny. I was listening to um, Christy Alley. hmm And I don't know, I, I just randomly came across, she was doing an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson on his new show. And she was talking about when she was doing Cheers that... You know the variety of people on the show. They had different political beliefs, and and sometimes it was like you could tell who was the the conservative of the of the group, but it didn't really matter at the time. Like she's like, you know, sure, people have their difference of opinions, but everyone still likes each other, and there's right. never any animosity. And she had admitted that she had voted for Obama twice, and then um, ended up voting for Trump, and of course got vilified. Because mm-hmm. she voted for Trump, and now listening to her speak, she does have some conservative uh, oh, yeah. values. Yeah. But she was making the point that there was a day in Hollywood where it didn't really matter; people would still get along and and you know work together. And now she says it's like you admit to a conservative value, and you're like blackballed. Only time it mattered is when you went to the voting booth. That's mm-hmm. when it really mattered. Mm-hmm. The conversation wasn't so out in the open all the time. I mean, yeah, there was, but 
it's the stakes seem so much higher now than it mm-hmm. was during that time, her time, that time era. Yeah. It seems maybe it w- was just as you know out there then, but just less people. It just seems like that it's everyday life now. You mm-hmm. know, it's the name that you know around the dinner table that everybody knows of. You know, politics. Mm-hmm. We all are from from a. I don't remember how young that kid was, but the three third grade year third grader that went in front of some place and was talking about masks in the school, you know, and even the third graders are involved in the politics. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah. So it's just, it's, um, that concerns me, you know, uh, what's the producer Ethan, um, on Twitter, uh, Gina, is it Carano? I don't know how to say her last name. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Carano. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, so she, uh, UFC, UFC fighter, mm-hmm. was uh, on the um, Star Wars, help me out with the, the name of it, uh, yeah, Mandalorian, there mm-hmm. you go, thank you, and, uh, and then Disney cut her because she had made some uh, controversial comments about, I think it was, was it gender? Are you chewing on ice? Is that what's going on? Sorry. <laughs> Trying to cool down. Yeah, it's She's that, a little bit attractive. It's that uh, it's that gin and tonic, Dave. It's tasty, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not Gina Carano. Um, she is. Uh, yeah, she's she's an attractive woman. Uh, but she's conservative. It turns out, and uh, I guess Hollywood doesn't like her because of it. Right. And why not? Yeah. Why not? Hmm. But I think that the. Because of it, she's also getting attention in other ways. Like she's got some influence now in the in the conservative area because of it. So you know, I guess the way I look at it is, you'll find your group. Yeah, as long as that group is still allowed to be around. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of push to extinguish that one side or the other. Mm-hmm. But you know, it that's that's where it you know talking about the privilege of you know the elites or the the rich that, and obviously they get affected by stuff too, but mm-hmm. you know, that they have an ability to change our, they are our culture. That's what we watch all the time and listen to all the time. And they have the ability, you know, like example, um, it was Barack Obama had 130 million followers. Yeah. So when he, he gets up there and makes fun of somebody or even states a fact about something, it's heard. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's just a fraction of half of them, that's a substantial amount of people, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's such a big deal to, I feel that even though we have freedom of speech, I think there should be some understanding, wh- you know, how effective your, your voice can be, negative and positive. Yeah. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast, again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. Until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.